Welcome to the Hoosier Report with Matt Dennison. It's Indiana. Watford for the win! Yes! Yes! Unbelievable! Your daily home for complete coverage of the Indiana Hoosiers and sports from a Southern Indiana perspective. Welcome to Indiana basketball. Smart takes the shot! And the Hoosiers with three seconds. Go ahead. Indiana wins the championship. Keith Smart is the hero. When my time on earth is gone and my activities here are past, I want they bury me upside down and my critics can kiss my Now here's your host, Matt Dennison. It's Indiana, what I feel is the pinnacle, the absolute pinnacle of all of college basketball. And hello, welcome in. Friday edition of the program at the very top of the show. want to start off with this. We've got state championship baseball coming up tonight on the Big X. Uh, Not on the Big X, but on our sister station, uh, 970 AM WGTK. Yes, we will be in Indianapolis at Victory Field. Yes, we will have the broadcast tonight. We've got the Louisville Bats on the Big X, which forces us to 970. I hope that you'll join us if you can't make the trip to Indianapolis to support the Dragons. And a reminder that it's also streaming. I know a lot of you love to stream it online or using your phone. You can do so at WGTKTheAnswer.com. Again, WGTKTheAnswer.com. And we'll tweet out everything you need to know coming up a little bit later this afternoon. But we'll be there tonight. P.K. Falkenstein will join me. And uh, a lot of excitement around Silver Creek. Can they send Joe Decker, the head coach of the Dragons, out with a victory in his final game as the head coach of Silver Creek Baseball. What a storybook ending it could be. Silver Creek going to square off against an always good Andrean team from Gary, Indiana. Andrean, a private school, a Catholic school, uh, will be a tough game. Should be a great game. We should see some great pitching both ways. The game is scheduled for 8 o'clock. We are tentatively planning to be on the air around 7.50 p.m. from Victory Field in downtown Indianapolis. There is a game before the Silver Creek game. So depending on how quick that goes and how controlled they are with the celebration in between games will probably tell us a lot about whether we really will get started at 8 o'clock or not. But look forward to being there. Man, Victory Field is so awesome. It's a big-time minor league baseball stadium right in the heart of Indianapolis, the great hotel in the background, an awesome backdrop. The IHSA always does everything first class, and it's fun for us as adult broadcasters to get a chance to go there, me and PK, and do the game tonight. It's fun for the coaches, for the kids, for the community, for the students uh, to get to make this trip as well. And once again, we have another area baseball team that has had tons of success and is playing for a state championship tonight. I was trying to count up last night the number of times that we have been to Victory Field to broadcast local teams, and it's just amazing the number of times in the last five, six, seven years that we've been able to make runs with teams deep into the state tournament, including a handful of trips to Victory Field for the state finals. So 28-6-1 is the record of Gary Andrean, Silver Creek 25-7. and Andrean, the defending champion, they are chasing a record-extending ninth baseball 
state championship. They are a real powerhouse in high school baseball in our state. Silver Creek has been to the state championship game before, one of the great programs coming out of southern Indiana. They were defeated a few years ago by Andrean in the state title game. Silver Creek tonight still playing for its first baseball championship. I think Silver Creek has a chance. It's going to be a tough game. I think it'll be a good game. Really interesting to see how this one plays out tonight. Join us 9.70 a.m. around 7.50 tonight for our pregame coverage. That's WGTK and online at WGTKTheAnswer.com. Welcome into our Friday show. Lots to get to as we wrap up the week. We get ready to head to Indianapolis tonight for, for a big state championship game. Let's take a look at the show lineup, a service of Honey Baked Ham in New Albany. Segment one, news and notes and headlines from the day we'll cover here in just a moment. Later in the show, Dylan Wallace, sports editor of the Seymour Tribune. He is always with us on Fridays. We talk IU basketball, football, and more. And I'm also excited today about the start of the College World Series out in Omaha. So we'll touch on that as well with Dylan when he joins us today. Later in the show, Kyle Neddenrip of the Indianapolis Star with us, gearing up for a huge weekend of really a huge couple weeks of high school basketball. I know it seems like what? High school basketball in the middle of the summer. Uh, yes, summer league stuff, the Charlie Hughes tournament coming up. Uh, college coaches will be able to hit the road this weekend and next and get out and see some of these big-time players humongous tournament down in Shelbyville, Kentucky this weekend. I think there's 200 and some odd high school teams gathering in Shelby County at Collins High School and some other local sites. Lots of big-time players. You can bet Mike Woodson and the coaching staff will be out there this weekend watching some great players from Kentucky and Indiana and other local states that are playing in that event. So it's a busy time. We'll catch up with Kyle. we got to talk with Kyle about the new Albany coaching situation, get his input as well on that. Of course, that job came open again earlier this week on Monday with a surprise announcement from Craig Teagle that after accepting the job back in April, he has departed the area for family health issues and is not going to be at New Albany next season. So we'll discuss that with Kyle as well coming up a little bit later in the program today. That's the lineup, a service of Honey Baked Ham in New Albany. Don't forget to check out their dinner package deals, which are being offered. You can dine in, take them to go, and curbside service is still available as well at Honey Baked Ham in New Albany. Thornton's text line is open. IU, local stuff. I hope today we get some good luck and well wishes, text messages to the Silver Creek Dragons. You can send all of that in to me during this show every day, the number 502-414-1450. Again, 502-414-1450. If you're looking for an icy, cold thirst quencher to keep your day going in the right direction, right now at Thornton's, all 32-ounce fountain drinks and smaller are only 89 cents. You heard it right, only 89 cents. So come in today and grab a fountain drink from Thornton's and send us a text for our Friday program to 502-414-1450. Again, 502-414-1450. A number of headlines to get to today. Just going to shoot across the board on a number of things I've got pulled up in front of me. First and foremost, I saw an article, if you're a subscriber, to the pigs.com website that came out yesterday. Mackenzie Mbaco shared some conversations that he had with Carmelo Anthony that uh, indicated that's what really pushed him over the edge for Mike Woodson and the Hoosiers, uh, that connection with Carmelo Anthony, what he had to say about Mike Woodson. He also talked to Trace Jackson Davis and Jalen Hood-Shafino as well. But 
Anytime you've got an NBA legend like Carmelo speaking on behalf of your coach and out there helping recruit at times for the Indiana program, it's a big plus. It's a big benefit. And it sounds like Carmelo was a big reason why McKenzie Mbaco, after his surprise, somewhat surprise, decommitment from Duke, was ready to choose the Hoosiers and how Indiana became such a player for him so quick. Uh, when he reopened his recruitment. Also, uh, the 2025 class in Indiana, in Indiana, we were talking about this yesterday, it's become a really good class. Jalen Harrelson is in that class from Fishers, Trent Sicily from Heritage Hills. Uh, it's going to be, as Rick Bozich said yesterday, a real test, a real way to judge and grade Mike Woodson and this IU staff on how they're able to do retaining some big-time Indiana talent in the state. There's another name to add to that list. I've heard of him, and I've read a lot about him recently. He is from Christmas Attics in Indianapolis, 2025 class of forward. His name is Desmond Briscoe, and he is beginning to get a lot of interest. Indiana State, Northern Illinois, Cincinnati, Toledo, Butler have all offered this spring after he's had some really good opportunities to be seen and played well. He's had offers as well from IUPUI, Kent State, Southern Indiana, and he got his first big offer recently. Iowa from the Big Ten Conference offered Briscoe from Christmas Attics. Indiana uh, involved with him, it sounds like, but someone on the radar for sure that you can bet Indiana's coaches are going to be watching this June month of high school basketball where they can get out and see that. And then, of course, in July when it's back to the grassroots ball and the club stuff. But Desmond Briscoe of Christmas Addicts, another name that is rising up the ranks. And I know Christmas Addicts has been over at the Ohio State team camp. They've played a very aggressive schedule this June, getting him seen by some colleges. Uh, he's visited Indiana, Iowa, Ohio State, Purdue for games back during the regular season. He plays for Indiana State uh, in the spring and summer, and we'll be back with them again in July. So another name to add to the radar, and anytime it's an in-state name, more interesting because we probably will see him or hear more about him or know his high school team. But Desmond Briscoe of uh, the 2025 class in Indiana Add him to the list with Jalen Harrelson, Trent Sisley, and others that are beginning to get high major opportunities very early in the recruiting process. Also, good news for Jalen hood Shafino, but this should come as no surprise. Jalen hood Shafino has been, has been invited to the green room for the NBA draft. That's the gathering in the front area just where the podium and uh, Commissioner Adam Silver makes all the announcements about who the next pick is going to be. That's the people that are featured on television. You see them at the table with their families, their former co coaches. Uh, expect to see Mike Woodson in the green room on television with Jalen hood Shafino. Agents will be involved in that as well. I think that each player that's invited to the green room at their table can invite 10 guests to be with them. But it's, it's, it's the top guys. It's the guys that have been surveyed by the NBA front office, or I should say the NBA has surveyed the front offices of NBA teams to get a uh, understanding on who they should invite and what names are almost locks. Not always. A lot can change even on draft night. But good for Hood Shafino. That means that as everybody expects and as all the mock drafts out there are predicting, he is expected to be a surefire first-round pick, anywhere from 12 to 16 uh, he's at. I haven't looked in the last couple days to see what the latest scuttlebutt on Hood Shafino is for the draft, but the draft is coming up. It'll be here next week, and we'll see where Jalen Hood Shafino goes. Again, 
Uh, Hood Shafino, a great year at, at Indiana, a fun player. A lot of people enjoyed watching him, but he can help recruit for this Indiana program for years to come. And a big piece of that is him being seen on TV with his coach, uh, giving a lot of love to Indiana, making the NBA, being on a roster, maybe getting some serious playing time, potentially, depending on where he's at as a rookie. So uh, big stuff for IU basketball. Obviously, it's about Jalen, and it should be, but it also benefits Indiana basketball as well as he does uh, op- has an opportunity to do well in the upcoming NBA draft. Also, a couple other things to mention. I saw ESPN writing about college football had their uh, top 25 incoming talent for 2023, and they've actually got Indiana on the list as a team that has some good incoming talent for next season. So while there's some unknown about certain positions about Tom Allen's team for next year, it is comforting to know that ESPN thinks Indiana has some pretty good talent coming in uh, for this upcoming season as freshmen. So we'll see how they work in the picture. But uh, definitely uh, IU football with a good note there, and there haven't been a lot of good notes about IU football in the offseason, but definitely something fun to watch. Uh, Scholarships, IU has one left. What are they going to do with that scholarship? There are a number of options out there that Indiana has at least reached out or made contact with various players, whether it's somebody from the grad portal transfer, a late 2023 decommit who's going to make a decision. One thing to note, coming up on Sunday, Joey Hart of Linton Stockton is scheduled to make his college announcement. He decommitted from Central Florida. Indiana and Kentucky have been serious on him and he's reopened his commitment. He is going to make a decision I saw sometime on Sunday. I think a lot of people think that uh, Kentucky is the favorite for him, but we'll see how it plays out. He will make a decision on Sunday. That will be another small step forward, even if Indiana does not land him on figuring out what the options could be for the uh, high school, uh, for the final spot, excuse me, for the IU roster for the upcoming season. So another note to pass along regarding that. And one other thing, I know we talked a lot of Silver Creek basketball earlier in the hour. A reminder that today at Silver Creek in front of the school, 345, they are going to have a send-off for Coach Decker and the Silver Creek players as they head off to Indianapolis for an 8 p.m. 3A championship game tonight. If you're a Silver Creek fan, a Sellersburg resident, drop by Silver Creek 345. They will send the team off to Indianapolis, and everybody, I know, hoping that they can bring back a state championship once again here to southern Indiana. That's a look at our headlines for this Friday, June 16th, already in the middle of June edition of our program. We'll head to a commercial break. We're back with Dylan Wallace to talk IU basketball and more. Kyle Neddenrip on recruiting and more coming up. Stay with us. This is the Hoosier Report with Matt Dennison. We're back on the Hoosier Report with Matt Dennison. Join Matt Daly at 11 a.m. for complete coverage of the Indiana Hoosiers and sports from a Southern Indiana perspective. I'll handle this the way I want to handle it now that I'm here. You f***ed it up to begin with. Now just sit there or leave. I don't give a what you do. Now, back to the game. Here's Matt Dennison. And we're back on this Friday program. Thornton's text line is open, 
1450. Again, 502-414-1450 is the Thornton's text line. Uh, high school baseball tonight on Sister Station, 970 AM, streaming online, WGTKTheAnswer.com. We've got the Silver Creek Dragons. They'll take on Andrean with a 3A state championship on the line. Pre-game coverage, depending on how the timeline goes for the evening and the game in front of Silver Creek goes, is scheduled for around 7.50 p.m. tonight. So stay with us for that tonight on 9.70. We've got Bats Baseball on the Big X, so don't tune it in and think we're not doing the game or whatever. We're on 9.70 a.m. tonight. WGTKTheAnswer.com. Dylan Wallace, sports editor of the Seymour Tribune, is with me in this segment on Fridays. Dylan, a big weekend, a good weekend for baseball. We've got the high school state finals tonight and Saturday, which are always fun. And then the College World Series out in Omaha begins today. And I tell you what, it's a fun event. It's on my bucket list of places I want to go. Yeah, that's a big deal for, for all those college teams. You know, that's, that's kind of what you're working to get to, that road to Omaha. And, you know, a, a lot of really good teams still left in it. So there should be some fun games, um, some fun stakes there for the College World Series. And, um, you know, for high school, you mentioned Silver Creek playing Andrean. Uh, you know, that's, that's kind of up where I grew up. You know, I grew up in Crown Point, Indiana. Andrean's basically a couple minutes away, you know, from where I grew up. So I know their, their baseball program is usually really, really good. And then from the, the years I've spent, uh, you know, in Seymour covering Brownstown, I know Silver Creek's really good. So that should be a fun matchup between those two programs uh, to determine the 3A state champ. So a lot of fun baseball right now. Um, you know, it's we're getting down to the wire here with, with college and high school. And then, you know, then we're, we're going to kind of be in the dead of summer. You know, that's going to be the only thing. Class golf state finals finished up this week. So baseball is the only thing going here in high school. Um, and then we got to get ready for, for football in the fall and, and always talk some more basketball stuff. There's some fun camps going on uh, for some schools around the state. So that's been fun. The all-star stuff just ri- wrapped up a couple weeks ago, too. So, it's been a pretty eventful summer so far, you know, whether you're talking about it or writing about it. Um, there's been a lot of stuff going on, so it's been fun, and uh, hopefully we, we get some fun games with these college and high school baseball finals coming up, and I guess then we're just going to take in the MLB the rest of the summer before football rolls around. Absolutely. i tell you what, one shout-out to the IHSA because Victory Field in Indianapolis, it's first class. They do a great job of running the baseball championships, but that's really par for the course for every state championship. Think about girls and boys basketball. Think about so many of the sports and the great stadiums or facilities they use. I've got to believe Indiana is one of the best states when it comes to great host facilities for these big games. Yeah, you get the, like you said, you get the basketball state finals uh, in, in Gamebridge Fieldhouse, which is a really cool facility for the, the kids to go play in. Um, you know, even volleyball gets to go to Worthen Arena in, in Muncie, Indiana, and you know, whether or not you're a fan of Ball State, it's a really nice volleyball arena for fans to take games in, so it's cool for them to go there. It's got some history in it, too. You know, Victory feels awesome. I, I've been there a couple Indianapolis Indian games there. Um, you know, when you're sitting behind home plate and the kind of the view you see, um, it's just really cool. It's a, it's a nice, really nice uh, ballpark to play in, um, and, you know, it's, always, it's got a nice ring to it, too, for teams to say, you know, road to Victory Field and all that kind of stuff. So um, it's, it's really cool, and for them to play on a facility like that, uh, it's got to be a fun time for them. So, yeah, Indiana's done a really good job. You know, there's some awesome golf courses in the state uh, as well for that stuff. So, you know, they, they got a really lot of nice facilities. And I can only imagine, you know, with, with some of the newer additions they're trying to make, you know, Lucas Oil is one of them. And then, you know, the Indy 11 soccer team, they're going to be building a, 
a whole new stadium uh, for for that team. So you know, you wonder if the soccer state finals will be playing there in a couple years, whenever that's built. Um, so you know, Indiana's done a pretty good job. You know, there's a lot of a lot of really nice venues that these high school kids get to play in, and, and you know, they're going to remember that for a while because you know it's it's, it's rare to, to to be able to say you played in one of those buildings, and so you know, to get to that special accomplishment, and they should be playing in a special place. So I'm sure it's a lot of fun for everybody to take that all in. Yeah, no question. Uh, talking high school baseball, the state final, state championship tonight for Silver Creek. Uh, nine, uh, excuse me, eight o'clock is scheduled to be the first pitch on nine seventy WGTK. Dylan, you got a front runner for the college baseball World Series. I'm going with Wake Forest. I do not. I don't. I don't know. Um, you know, I think Wake Forest is a good pick. Um, LSU was really impressive in their their series against Kentucky. Um, you know they've had a really a pretty good season, so I kind of like what what they were doing. Um, is Tennessee still in it? Because they're always a good pick uh, in my mind. But and I so I think you know that might be. I, I'm going SEC heavy. I don't know why, but it's just kind of the teams that I've been keeping track of that have had really good seasons. Um, so yeah, I'll probably I'll probably say LSU though because they had a really good. Uh, really good uh, performance against Kentucky, and I kind of paid attention to it, so I'll just go with someone that, I, that I've seen recently. All right, somebody said Oral Roberts is a hot team that could be a oh, yeah in the College World Series, but I'm going to stick with my pick of uh, Wake Forest, so should be fun. The College World Series, great environment. I've always wanted to go to it. I've always thought if somebody local gets there, maybe that would be the opportunity to go, but it's a sport that I guess if you have somebody on a team you follow the whole season. If you're really a diehard baseball person or loyal to a certain school, maybe you follow it all season long. But I feel like college baseball has gained and does this every year a whole a mass amount of fans in the last couple of weeks with the start of the postseason. I think that only grows when it gets to the World Series round. It absolutely does. You know, I I, I kind of follow Indiana throughout the season. You know, just because it's it's local. It's, you know, if they're doing well, you know, maybe you can go out to a game and catch it. Um, but other than that, like I don't really you know know what's going on in the like the grander landscape of college baseball until kind of the postseason. You know, it kind of used to. I think it's how a lot of people kind of view. You know, people who aren't into college basketball. That's what they think of March Madness. You know, they they don't follow it all until the tournament because everyone loves some of the brackets, and then people start watching games. Um, I think that's kind of how it is with with us with kind of baseball. You know, you you kind of follow it a little bit. You kind of know what's going on, but once once the postseason hits um, and all these games and environments are going on, um, it's pretty fun to follow. And it also comes in the sport. Not a whole else going on. You know, even with the the softball tournament as well you know that those games are on espn they're they're prominently featured so you can kind of c- catch them and they're and they're always kind of fun to tune in and watch so um you know it, it's a good time in the sports calendar for those to be airing and for fans to kind of get pay attention to it and, and uh, you know get interested in it so yeah i think it'd be a cool trip to, to go down to omaha and um you know I, i've never been there but you know from everything that, that you see and hear it seems like it's an awesome time but i don't know if anything could get me there other than indiana playing in it i, I it'd be tough to to go follow some other college programs but uh but we'll see maybe it's just an experience thing dylan's cutting in and out a little bit i think we still have you dylan wallace sports editor of the seymour tribune my guest as we talk uh, some baseball to start this segment dylan let's get into iu basketball big recruiting opportunity coming 
And I tell you what, every day it seems like another prospect announces he's considering Indiana. The Hoosiers have had some big visitors uh, this month, and I think more expected to come. And this weekend, IU coaches are actually able to get out on the road with the rest of the college coaching world and watch some of the big high school events that are sanctioned and certified across the country. And I know there are some big events locally, including one in the state of Kentucky that has all sorts of big-time players in it. But interesting to see college coaches getting out, watching things in a high school setting this month. They're back at it in July with the grassroots and the AAU basketball. Yeah, they had a pretty big week in terms of guys coming on campus. You know, you had Boogie Flander earlier this week. Um, they had Tyler Betsy. Um, I think Jaden, I can't remember his last name, but he was one of them too. So they had a couple of really highly ranked kids uh, in Bloomington this week. You know, there was a video of uh, Mike Woodson at a kid's camp in Assembly Hall, and, you know, the kids started chanting, we want Tyler for Tyler Betsy. So he's a Connecticut guy. I think he was a Gatorade Player of the Year there from last year. Um, so, you know, they've had a lot of really good, talented players on the roster. Um, or on the in the recruiting trail that have been on campus lately, so uh, it's been a pretty pretty big week. And from, from what you hear about what these kids are saying about Mike Woodson, and they and they talk a lot about like they they they're impressed with what he did with Jalen Hutchinson, and and you know they're they're they like how you know they think he can get him to the NBA. So you hear all the positive things from these guys when they come to Indiana. So um, from that aspect, that aspect, it's pretty exciting. So you know they're getting a lot of talent in the door right now, which is really fun. And um, I'm sure we're going to see them at, at a, a pretty pretty well spread out across the, the country with, with some of these AAU stuff coming up, and, and we'll see who they're really targeting and who they're prioritizing. Um, so you know, they're going to they've done a really good job. I think they're going pretty hard for this 2024 class. So uh, I'm really excited to see if some pieces start falling into place soon because um, you know that's going to be a, a pretty big class for Indiana. You know, you don't want to have to rely on the transfer portal every year to go remake your whole team. So I think Indiana is doing a pretty good job on the recruiting front right now trying to get a good class together and it seems like they're they're at least talking to the right talent so it's exciting and uh we'll, we'll see how it plays out this summer all right talking with dylan wallace sports editor of the seymour tribune he's with us fridays as we talk iu basketball and more uh, jalen hood Shafino, no surprise that he gets an invite to the nba green room i know you and i've covered this subject before but another opportunity for mike woodson to be on television with a big time player and Jalen hood Shafino's success, Trace Jackson Davis, both of those guys in the NBA draft, first and second round, however it shakes out for Trace. It's big for Indiana's recruiting. It's big for Jalen to be in this green room. We may not pay as much attention to it. I think we're, we're watching, wondering where Jalen goes, how he fits in, how the draft goes overall. The kids, the high school players, uh, potential prospects for Indiana – they're watching to see some of the styles and the suits and who's with who and who's on TV and who's in the green room and who's not. So it really matters. It, yeah, it does. You know, you want your head coach to, to be there. You know, you know, Coach Calipari is always around when the Kentucky players get drafted and, you know, you're just seeing him with those guys. It just helps kind of the image. And I'm sure, you know, Woodson will be around uh, next Thursday when, when uh, you know, Jalen's about ready to, to hear his name called. And, you know, obviously, you know, a couple of years ago when Romeo was in the, the green room, he got drafted the very last pick of the lottery. He kind of opened up the jacket and had the candy stripes in it. You know, that's just that stuff just looks really good. It looks really positive on your program. It shows that guys, you know, playing there meant a lot, even if it was just for one year. It kind of helped them get to where they are right now. So um, super excited to see where Jalen gets picked in terms of just team-wise. You know, I'm, I'm, I watch the NBA a lot, so, so you know, I, I'm very curious to see where he goes and, and how he could fit in with whatever team he goes to. Um, but in terms of the recruiting stuff, 
you know, even some of the comments I've heard from recruits this week, like Tyler Betsy was one of them. I think he was saying, you know, how, you know, Mike Woodson, you know, pe- people were saying Jalen wasn't a one-and-done earlier when he started his freshman year at IU. You know, there were some games where people were like, this kid's not a one-and-done. And, you know, those people were probably a little bit ignorant and didn't really know what they were talking about. But, you know, they kind of took his draft stock and they really elevated it in one season. You know, they, they really – I know he was going to be probably picked – Regardless, but I think they really moved him up into a lottery status guy, um, and that's really important for players to see. You know, we we've heard the stories about Mackenzie Mackenzie and Baco, like you know, being recruited kind of by Carmelo Anthony. You know, Woodson using some of those NBA connections to to bring a guy in. So he's got so much going for him right now with with these high level recruits because he has this NBA access. Now he has a track record of getting players. You know, to to the league, and you know, if Jay, Trace gets drafted in the first round, you know that that's a big story for him to be able to tell guys like, look what this guy was last year, um, coming out, and now you know we turned him into a first round draft pick. You know, he he is a four year player, and you know, not a lot of teams were sold on him, and we got him drafted in the first round. So that'd be exciting. So you know, super excited to see what, where those guys go next week, and you know, just be super cool for them in general to kind of realize one of their dreams. I'm sure to get to the league. So. Um, it should be a fun time, and it's definitely going to help recruiting. There's no doubt about that. You know, to have two guys potentially get drafted, uh, and potentially both in the first round, um, that's that's a big deal. You know, I don't know the last. I mean, was the Old Depot and and Zeller the last time two Indiana players were taken in the first round? It might have been. Um, you know, because I think I Thomas so. Bryant. I think OG was first round, but I think Thomas Bryant was then second round. So I think it, that'd be the first time since then. So it'd be really cool for Indiana to get that done. So I'm excited to see what happens. Yeah, absolutely. Dylan Wallace, sports editor, Seymour Tribune with us Fridays here on the program. All right, let me switch to football for a minute. What's your take on IU football? I read a story earlier. I mentioned it on the air in the opening segment that ESPN noted that IU football has some top 25 incoming talent for this season, although it wasn't some big-time recruiting class when you look at it from top to bottom. There are so many unanswered questions about IU football for this season across a number of different positions. What's your hope for them? What's your thought on the program? It's just hard. I don't want to say to get excited, but it's hard to really for me to get a read on is this Indiana team going to be decent at best or are they going to be good at all? I'm try- trying to figure it out. Yeah, I think your your hope is just that it's it's not as bad as what the last two years were. You know, two wins and, and three wins or whatever it was last year. Um, you know, that that was just it was just tough to watch throughout the season. You, you know, all the injuries, all the uncertainty. Like, are we really going to play another walk on at quarterback this week? It's like a QB carousel week after week. You know, the coaching staff is getting frustrated. There's all there were so many bad things. You know, the, the last two years really with this program. Um, I think what you really want to look for this year is is maybe just is there some stability in place. You know, is uh, do guys really pop? Can guys stay healthy? That's a big one. You know, who's the quarterback? You know, I think everyone expects it to be Taven Jackson, um, but, you know, we don't know. Obviously, Tom Allen, he loves his QB competitions and not telling us who's going to be the starter. So, you know, I think they're going into the summer, you know, thinking that it's going to be between, you know, him and some other guys. So we'll see what happens there. But, you know, I think you just really want to hope to see just some stability and some, some progress being made. You know, last year, you know, even though they won more games than they did the year before, I, you didn't feel like there was a whole lot of progress being made. It kind of felt even worse, like, wow, this program is really stuck. Was 2020 and 2019, were those kind of anomalies? Did they catch lightning in a bottle? I don't know. I don't think so. I think those were still really good seasons. They built up to that point. But um, they, they've taken a hit since then, and uh, things have not looked good. And I think you just really want fans to try to maybe regain some confidence in Tom Allen. I think if there's another really bad year this season, 
you know, people are going to be talking about the buyout contract. It's, it's, it's going to be really negative, you know. So, so I think it's going to be hard for fans to buy into this team and get excited. But, um, you know, there's going to be some opportunities on, on the schedule. Um, you know, you start with Ohio State, which probably doesn't help the perception. But then you get a couple of, of other games. You know, you got a, a pretty big game against Louisville, you know, in Lucas Oil Stadium. That'll probably, you know, be a, a, an important game for Nina to get you know, in terms of if they want to be bowl eligible. I don't know if they will, but... I think if you just see some progress, you know, not even maybe in terms of games won, but just of just stability in the program. If you see things that you feel like you can, you know, kind of hang your hat on, uh, will be good. But you know, this team, uh, it, it's tough. I, I really don't know what to expect, to be honest. You know, I don't know what it's going to look like. You know, I think there's a bunch of new players that you know we're not going to be too familiar with. There are going to be some guys we recognize, but you know, just just can they function like a normal football team? Because it's the last few years, it's just it just looks so hard, like a struggle. You know, even programs like Rutgers and Maryland are able to kind of put together better games and, and better game plans, you know, for certain things. So um, it, 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 it's going to be interesting for sure. You know, I, I really don't know what to expect at all. You know, when fall camp rolls around, maybe we'll get a little better idea of, you know, what the depth chart looks like, who are going to be some of the guys we should focus in on. And, you know, all these younger guys, like you said, that are coming in, are, are they going to be able to produce right away? Or are they going to be kind of a development story? You know, we'll have to see. Um, but, you know, it's, it's going to be an important year for Tom Allen and, and his staff because if you have another really bad year where it's, you know, four wins or less, um, I, I really don't know what, what, what the next step is for that for that team and that staff. So uh, it's, it's going to be a pretty important year, and uh, I'll be curious to see what they're able to do with it. All right, Dylan Wallace, sports editor, Seymour Tribune. Enjoy some baseball this weekend. Always enjoy our chats on Friday. Thank you, Dylan. Thank you. All right, uh, we'll head to a commercial break. And as I do, want to remind you that Father's Day coming up on Sunday. Perfect opportunity to get a big Exports Radio golf card. This year's card features Park Mammoth, Old Capitol, Elk Run, Valley View, Wooded View, and Christmas Lake. You can play these great courses for under $25 a round on the 2023 Big Exports Radio golf card. Get yours today, BigExportsRadio.com, or call 812-725-725. One four five seven. Thornton's text line is open 502-414-1450 back with Kyle Neddenrip after this on the Hoosier Report with Matt Dennison We're back on the Hoosier Report with Matt Dennison Let's win this in for all the small schools never had a chance to get here. Join Matt Daly at 11 a.m. for complete coverage of the Indiana Hoosiers and sports from a Southern Indiana perspective. Let's win for Coach. You got us here. Here's Matt Dennison. We're back on this Friday edition of the program. Thornton's text line is open, 502-414-1450. Again, 502 414 1450 high school baseball tonight. We've got Silver Creek in a 3A state championship game on 970 AM WGTK and streaming online at WGTKTheAnswer.com. Kyle Neddenrip, Neddenrip, excuse me, of the Indianapolis Star with us on this Friday program. Kyle, the baseball state finals, four games over two days at Victory Field, beautiful field in downtown Indianapolis. It's a lot of fun. Got any thought on that 3A battle between Andrean from Gary and Silver Creek from Southern Indiana? 
Not a whole lot. Um, you probably know a heck of a lot more about it than I than I do going into it. Other than uh, I do remember the Silver Creek, uh, you know, team when my sons were playing for Brownsburg, uh, battling it out. So I know that they have good players, and uh, you know, again, Drain obviously year in and year out, uh, always always very very good uh, baseball program. So I expect that'll be a fun one, and uh, I think it's clearing off here a little bit. So it should be a nice night for baseball tonight out there. Yeah, when you talk Silver Creek and Brownsburg, you're going back to the Little League days for some of these Creekers. Yeah, absolutely. They, uh, I think it was my, my older son, uh, they lost uh, when he was playing for Brownsburg by uh, in a close game. And then my younger son, actually, they beat uh, Silver Creek in the, uh, and I think you were doing that game, Matt, so you you know that as well. As, but uh, And I was listening to you. <laughs> called. I was coaching my other son in AAU and, uh, standing in the gym as we were about to play, listening to you call the game. So, uh, kind of a small world from that standpoint. But I know those a lot of those Silver Creek kids are probably, at least my older son's age, uh, they're probably uh, helping out that team quite a bit right now. So, uh, so pretty cool stuff. I mean, that's uh, you know, it's a, and there's uh, obviously a lot of lineage there with with good sports at Silver Creek and and uh, Andre and I think this they're. I think they're going for their ninth uh, state championship. So, you know, obviously they're a, they're a powerhouse year in and year out. Tonight in Indianapolis, you've got the 2A game, Ileana Christian against Covenant Christian before Andrean and Silver Creek. Tomorrow, the 1A game, Lafayette Central Catholic against Bar Reeve. And then the big 4A game at uh, Saturday night, Penn from up north against Center Grove, who's been number one in Indiana for much of the year. Kyle, one general thing I take away from the pairings, there's eight teams involved in these four games, and of the eight teams, four of them are private schools. Yeah, that's a good point. And, you know, normally, you know, we see that in in football, too, a lot of times. Maybe not quite, it depends on the year in basketball, but... Uh, but normally the large class is, is a lot of times two bigger public schools, and then you have a smattering, uh, you know, and, and definitely more percentage-wise than the overall, overall number of schools that are uh, private schools uh, in, in there. So, yeah, I would have to break it down. I'm actually kind of working on a project on something uh, similar, or, or at least part of that, uh, look, taking a look at that and how, how that kind of plays out over the years um, with private schools and also just areas of the state that have a lot of success uh, in different sports. So uh, still a ways away on that. But uh, but it is interesting nonetheless. And I, I can't remember if baseball is more that way than some other sports. Football definitely, um, you know, when you go to six classes, uh, you know, a lot of those smaller classes are uh, won by private schools. And I think that's part of the reason the success factor uh, came about as well, uh, to bump those schools up. That was kind of a football, uh, you know, idea that, that this obviously uh, affects other sports as well but but you know nonetheless yeah you do see a larger percentage of private schools and you're right for the eight this year are uh, our private schools Kyle Nedrip the Indianapolis Star Kyle got to get you to weigh in kind of an interesting coaching situation down here Craig Teagle who's widely regarded as a great coach in our state he came in in April accepted the New Albany job to replace retiring Jim Shannon he uh, left the school Monday, announced his resignation. He's headed back to the Huntington area, and we believe he's going to accept the or is working towards the Bluffton job. I don't know that that's actually been confirmed, but there have been lots of mentions of that. Uh, kind of interesting to see a new coach 
coach a couple weeks of summer ball, uh, have to, to vacate because of family health reasons was what was cited, but it leaves New Albany in quite a bind here in the middle part of June. Yeah, really strange. And I know, uh, you know, I did see that uh, Coach Teagle mentioned it was a family medical emergency as a reason for his uh, his departing this quickly. Um, so, yeah, I mean, that's a that's an interesting situation. And going back to, uh, you know, kind of the area where he was up at Bluffton. And, you know, that's just a, you're just not a situation I'm sure New Albany wanted to be in when you're in the middle of your high school uh, June uh season so you know that's uh, i'm sure they'll get some you know some good candidates but uh it's so late in the game it's just a weird time to try to be hiring somebody so i don't know if that you know works against them uh as far as what they're going to be looking for or yeah i'm sure it does you know you just you're, you're not a, not a ton of candidates out there right now so maybe it'll be an interim situation who knows um but uh but yeah just just very uh you know didn't expect to see that headline the other night or see that pop up and and hope everything's okay. Uh, obviously, when you're talking about a family medical emergency, so but the fact that he's about to take another job uh, maybe just leads you to believe he needs to be closer to that area. Uh, so, but yeah, all I know is kind of what I've read, and, and you know, just kind of uh, you know, haven't heard much else. But just a tough situation for New Albany right now. Absolutely. Kyle Nedenrip, the Indianapolis Star. Big week or two of high school ball. I know that June doesn't really get the publicity or the coverage or reporting scores and game reports like we do during the winter season, the, the big season, but there will be a lot of college coaches out watching stuff over the next few weeks as uh, there's a live period uh, the last few years for college coaches to get out and watch certain high school events. Yeah, absolutely. The top 100 is uh, underclass showcases tomorrow. So uh, a lot of players that uh, I was able to see playing the Futures game and, and uh, you know, the Junior All-Star game. And, you know, of course, we covered the seniors and the most of the, uh, probably most of them are all off to college by this point. But, uh, but, yeah, a chance tomorrow. I know Duke's planning on being there to watch uh, Flory Badunga tomorrow uh, for Kokomo. And uh, I'm sure a lot of other coaches will be there as well, not only for him, but but other players, and then, uh, of course, yesterday we started to, uh, you know, the coaches were able to contact the 2025s for the first time, so, uh, you know, I caught up with uh, Xavier uh, Robinson from Lawrence North, who, you know, he's got, I listed out his story ran today on all the schools kind of that had contacted him, and then a lot of his offers that have come about here lately, I use on his radar, They're, they are on, or he's on their radar anyway, they, they contacted him yesterday, and you know, Braylon Mullins from uh, Greenfield Central is another one, I think, a name to uh, look out for in that 2025 class. So, you know, chance tomorrow if people are not, nothing to do on a Saturday, uh, want to come out. I know they can come watch for for an uh, admission fee out of Brownsburg and see the, uh, the underclass showcase. Absolutely. Kyle Nedrip, the Indianapolis Star, with his Fridays. Kyle, will you be at Victory Field at all this weekend, or do you have other assignments? No, I'll be at the uh, underclass showcase tomorrow, and I uh, may go watch the uh, the 4A baseball game tomorrow, but uh, most likely um, will uh, spend most of my day watching some basketball in, in the gym. Understand. Kyle Neddenrip, the Indianapolis Star. Kyle, thank you. You bet. Thanks, Matt. Have a good weekend. All right, that's going to wrap things up with Kyle, and that's going to wrap things up for the week. Don't forget, PK and I will hit the road later this evening. We'll be in Indianapolis tonight. We'll have the 3A Silver Creek State Championship game on our sister station, 970 AM WGTK. Spread the word. It's on social media. Give it a share for us so everybody knows that we've got Bats Baseball tonight 
here on the Big X. We've got the Dragons, the state championship game on 970 AM and WGTKTheAnswer.com. Have a great weekend. Tune in tonight if you can't make it to Indianapolis, and I'll be back with you Monday here on the Hoosier Report with Matt Dennison.